Hello and welcome to the Heed Army Podcast Live. This is the only 100% show dedicated towards Gated Football Club for the fans by the fans. You can contact us at any point during the show with any topic you wish. You can do it via Twitter at the Heed Army account. On Facebook, you can do it via the Heed Army Facebook Live page. And also, you can use the chat facility throughout the show. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello and welcome to the Heat Army Podcast Live. Wasn't looking at the time there. Um, as I say, this is the Heat Army Podcast Live for the fans, by the fans. The only 100% show there is dedicated to Gated Football Club. So this is the um, place where you can have your say on the fantastic result that we had last uh, yesterday that took Gated to third in the league. Um, so... Say, if this is your first time listening to the Heed Army podcast, it is fully interactive and um, you can send your messages on the chat facility. We'll play a promo on how you can do that. And also, if you're a Twitter user, um, you can message the Heed Army account and we can get your messages through to us that way. So, and say, uh, tonight's show, we've got two studio guests. I'll introduce them very shortly, but also we've got three fan interviews that we collected after yesterday's fantastic results. So, um, were you at the game? Let us know how you felt when JJ O'Donnell put that ball in the back of the net. Um, it was just pure pandemonium in the time we are standing at Gateshead International Stadium. And uh, as I say, I haven't quite calmed down yet. I do have you, so let us know. Um, this is the way to contact us if you're new to listen to the Heed Army podcast. This is how you contact us on the chat facility on Spreaker. Remember, the show is fully interactive, and if you're listening to us on Spreaker Live, you can use the chat facility just below. And to use the chat facility, all you have to do is register with Spreaker, be it on your phone or tablet, or on the Spreaker website. Sign in with your Facebook account, and there will be a little speech bubble appears at the bottom right-hand corner when we are broadcasting live. So remember, get your messages in, because they're important. It's what makes this show go. Well, that's the way to contact us here on the Heed Army Podcast Live. And we've already had a few messages already on the chat facility, but we'd love more because that's what really helps us uh, get this show flowing. And, uh, well, to start the show off, I've got two guests tonight. Um, first time we've had two guests in quite a long time. We've got Andrew McGuinness. Hello, Dave. And uh, we've got Mickey Barris as well. Good evening. There we go. So I'm not dogging tonight. No, he's not dogging tonight. So um, <laughs> that's a nice change. <laughs> it certainly does. Right. Um, so we've got the messages off flying in. Andrew Davis, all the way from Washington DC. Remember, tell us where you're listening from as well, because we've been reaching far and wide. We know, and um, if you're new to us, uh, let us know how you found out about the podcast. So Andrew Davis has put up the third baby, yeah, and uh, Mickey, you're alive to me again. So there we go, Mickey. You've you're not dead to him. Um, oh, God. Yeah, no, lucky. Yeah, Simon Jay has put uh, Twist and Shout. Of course, Gator fans were singing that yesterday. Matt Hewitt, the, <laughs> there were absolute scenes at the end. Superheat Army nearly took the roof off of the stand. It was, it was as I say, um, Andrew, you were at the game yesterday. Just 
awful game to watch, but what yeah. a result! Oh, fantastic! Uh, it's not off. It's not often we get uh, last minute goals, um, but when it does happen, it's absolutely brilliant. You can't. You can't, and I think it just made it even better that when you went into third because of that one goal. Yeah, I mean, as I say, that we mentioned in the, you'll hear in the interviews later on. That I said that. I, at no point in this season could I have ever envisaged us being third, even with the optimism of the beginning of the season when we're signing players. I, personally, I, I just think it might be the the pessimist in us <laughs> or the reality of being a Gated fan. I never ever thought that we'd be sitting here um, in the playoffs with with everyone else with, with it to do. We, we're there now and it's where I'd rather be than chasing the points. What so about yourselves? Definitely. Um, it's, it's quite nice looking at the league table and and gone into work and people actually now are in through basically just me and the people that are yeah. coming up with us <laughs> I mean when when JJ scored I was at work and I come on the radio and, and I shout, shouted and screamed in the kitchen and everybody in the home heard and I heard uh, one of the lasses say oh well Gated must have scored yes and I'll say Sean Hamilton sent a message in on the chat facility um, just a relief when it went in well it certainly was because Braintree came up and um, I'll tell you what they played very similar to Gated uh, pressed a lot off the ball and uh, as I say that for part-timers, I've got to tip me hat to Alan Devonshire's side. What a fantastic team and performance. Little wonder they were in, sitting in fifth place uh, before kick-off. Oh, he's not a bad manager for ha- having a pikey hat, like. Yeah, <laughs> it was a, a lovely flat cap there he was uh, sporting. So, uh, as I say, let us know what how you celebrated last night. I believe there was a party in the nag's head. So, if you were there, let us know how messy it got. Um, Jack McGuinness has put a scrappy goal, dribbled over... Um, just to sicken Braintree even more. It did take, a, it felt like an uh, an eternity for the ball to go in. Uh, I thought he mishit it at yeah, first, JJ I thought, I thought it was missing, uh, just going wide like. Yeah, and um, of course, uh, <coughs> emotional scenes at the end there J- uh, for JJ. He was uh, a little bit uh, teary-eyed and we believe that he had lost his grandmother, so we send our yeah. condolences out to the O'Donnell family. And um, it's a, a nice way for him to, to, to market our goal. You could see it meant a lot to him. Uh, so uh, we send our condolences there. Um, but as I say, it's just an amazing result. And it's <laughs> I'm still trying hard to get my head around it that we are sitting third at the moment. And as I say, we'll talk about it later on, but we've got uh, Tamworth coming up. Bit of a bogey side. I think we've all been to one of those games where Tamworth have kind of... Come and spoil the party, basically. Yes, yeah, so they've turned it into a draw or they've sneaked a win. Uh, FA Cup memorable. Uh, oh. yeah, that was a, still a never bit good there. Still never forgiven Jack, uh, Jack Anik. Yes, Ryan Miller has put in, uh, since we did Gated, uh, since when did Gated win after playing so poorly? Not complaining though, E-I-E-I-O, up the league we go. So, yes... That's it is. That is the fantastic thing. Now, um, this week we have actually got interviews. We haven't had them in a while. So we've got three interviews here. One with uh, Ross Black, Tony Carter and uh, a new person to the Heed Army podcast, uh, Liam Clark. So we're going to play this now. It's about 10 minutes long. Um, good interviews. And you can tell uh, how happy Gated fans are after that result. Uh, well, we're joined by Ross Black. Ross, uh, <laughs> hard to describe the words that isn't it a fantastic finish right at the end. To be fair, I didn't think we deserved it. I thought we were absolutely rubbish all game, to be fair. And then, just going the ball drops. JJ's put it in the back of the net, and there's hell on in the crowd, because I've went down about three flights of stairs. Oh, you daft sod. But, having said that, though, I mean, you say that we weren't the, be- the better side. I mean, Craig Baxter saved us three times with goal line clearances there. I-, I don't know how he didn't get man of the match. I mean, you know, it went to clock, but uh, I think for-, for the Heat Army podcast, definitely have to go to Baxter. Oh, he saved us quite a few times. 
on the back post, you know, at times, and we were a bit weak at the back of the day, which wasn't like us, but in the day we stood firm, Baxter's been there, and we've got the goal, and that's all that matters, and that will not the stuff out of Braintree, I think, because... Yeah. As I say, like for Braintree themselves, is, uh, you know, for a part-time side, they looked one of the better sides that's come up to the Gated Stadium this year. I mean, they play a very similar game to us. They like to press off the ball, and um, it seemed to definitely take us out of our stride. Uh, definitely. They're a big physical side as well, and other than Curtis and Clark, we haven't got many big lads that were so hard to fight it off physically. But uh, I think when, when we get the ball going, we are... One of the, be the best team, if not, we're looting, you know what I mean? Like, we're passing the ball, getting on the floor. Got a lot of pace, but I thought when our wingers don't play particularly well like we're having today, we do struggle for creativity. But luckily enough, we got that one ball in the box and drops down there for the second attempt and flies in the bottom corner. Well, as I say, it went in there and the league table doesn't lie, we're sitting third tonight. Aye, third, yeah. A lot of games in hand, long way to go, so I'm not getting ahead of myself, but that's a pos fantastic position to be in, go especially with the running we've got. It certainly is. I mean, but I'd rather have the points on board and be there and let other people worry about getting to, getting to getting near us. Yeah, definitely. Just a brain tree today. They probably thinking, well, they might not be, but they might afford, oh, we've got these so many games in hand. Two of them are against us, you know, they've got other teams that are up there, so... It's not going to be easy for them. I would imagine the second game there'll be a lot of passion in that one because they'll feel that they'll rob today. Some may say maybe, but I thought it was a, it was a scrappy affair at times. Scrappy game and it took a scrappy goal to win it. And it was always going to be that one goal that won it. There was never more than one goal in the game. And as I say, I don't know if you've seen during your celebrations and tumbles down the stairs, JJ O'Donnell was wiping tears away after his goal. No, I didn't, didn't say that, like, but it's, I think it's really, the club's gone underneath his skin and he's loving it here, so he hasn't really had a big run in the team at Luton, and it, you can ask John Shaw as well, uh, I think he'd rather be loved by the, the little minority here, Gated, <laughs> loads of passion than 6,000 at Luton. Certainly, well anyway, thank you Ross. Good speaking again. Well, <laughs> I'm joined by a very excited Tony Carter. Tony, moments like that, they, they don't come that often to the the elation of scoring a goal other than it being a final or whatever but to get the third in the league is just an amazing and it's fantastic I mean I've had emotion like that before when I first made love to my wife the emotion was fantastic <laughs> but no seriously we stunk I mean John Young was standing in front of me and he stunk the place out all day and we were worse on the pitch we stunk that place out today Braintree I mean I'm listening to some, some people speaking there and they're saying Braintree came for the draw well, I don't know what game they're watching Braintree were fantastic I'm talking three or four not clear-cut chances. Three or four half chances off, 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 the line, off the line. Yeah, there you go, there you go. How many shots do we have in the game? One, two? If that's, you know, I mean, I'm standing next to Tom Mahon. Tom, hello, Tom on the phones. Like Tom Mahon, Tom says, back, you know, forward. Man. Get that ball in, get that ball in, get that ball in. You haven't done You put a ball in there and it's just a sweet finish. I might be wrong. Did it go off the post or was it close? It was very close. It trickled in. Trickled in, right, okay. Um, listen, Gates don't do that. Gates do not play that bad and win. Get to play that bad and concede in the 90th minute, we'll go home upset, go and kick me dog. Well, I haven't got a dog, but I'll go and kick a dog if we're lost. But you, you know what I'm trying to say? It's, uh, that's what Gator do. Gator do not do what they've done today. That's not a Gator football site today. To grind that result, playing awful. Let's be honest, they're awful. I, I don't subscribe to this rubbish rep. They've had three games making all this. Let's rewind that games. One of their games was at home. The other game was at Welling, which is literally 30 miles down the road. So it was like us going to Dalton. And professional footballers, amateur, semi-pro, professional, can still play three games of 90 minutes football in a week. 
in my opinion, Dave. Well, yeah, well, I mean, they are part-timers, but as I say, it's a well-known cliche in football that you'd rather be playing than training, and when inside, you'd rather carry on playing than training midweek, so it's paying off for them. But we're just saying to Ross Black there, that it's probably one of the better sides we've seen at the International Stadium uh, this season. Yeah, I give up, but we're really, really good. And in Devonshire's side, it's fantastic. And, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, anybody who thinks... Um, that came for a draw, that they're sadly mistaken. They're going to go home tonight, got it. If that was my team losing today's game, I'd be got it. Because I think they were a better side. The stats, I don't know the stats, but the stats are sort of one of the non-league They were a better side. They had more chances. Um, I've not just played the end. We played to the end, which is not the, that's not gated as well. I mean, I don't know if you've seen Gary Mills when he scored the goal. He's running down the track, going, going wild with the fans. And that's what it meant to the club, down to the, the end of the game, down to the players having the hug in the pitch. That is a big game. That, that, that game today was our season, in fairness. You know, um, so impressed by Braintree. Well, I said to Braintree, I said, well, come here, put a man behind the ball, one big centre forward launch. And I'll tell you what I think the court. Me, the club, the fans, shock. Braintree were bloody unlucky today. You know? a real, a feast for them, a feast for them. I haven't got a programme to hand, but their number eight was absolutely phenomenal. Chasing the ball down, he was uh, just an amazing player. <laughs> you, know, you've got to, you have got a feel for them because they ran the hearts out of the day. But on the flip side of the coin, third in the league table, I, 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 you know what it is, at no point, even before the season started when we had a lot of optimism in the air, I could never have imagined that, could you? No, it's... <laughs> I mean, you take away what we've... Um, obviously, you know, at the start of the season with Smith. I'll give Alan Smith his credit for one thing. We all want to know his fans, and if we don't say what we're liars, look at that team that's playing today. It's Alan Smith's team, apart from one player, which is O'Donnell... Sorry, that's right, O'Donnell and Leicester. The rest of the team, because Oslo was actually going to sign anyway, is Smith's player. Smith's signed a good squad. He just didn't have it to take that. You've got that man, Gary Mills. Where, where would it be now if Gary Mills had started the season? I know it sounds that for third. Where would we have been? I mean, that's a crazy thing to say. This. It's crazy. I mean, absolutely crazy. I mean, we're sitting in the playoffs. Can we stay there? <sighs> I don't know. I think the, I think the, the way I'm looking at now, David, is the pressure's not on us anymore. We've just got to do what we've got to do. Forget that our team's around me. And there's Andev someone to actually say to each other. <laughs> Well, thank you, Tony. All right, better safe. Alan Devonshire just walking out there acknowledging. But uh, yeah, as I say, it's just a, you know, it's an amazing feel-good factor. I think when, 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 that, when that goal went in, though, I mean, I don't know, I mentioned that, I don't know if you've seen that, J.J. O'Donnell's wiping tears away after the goal. No, is that right? Unbelievable. I mean, do you even know what the biggest factor was? It's a plus factor. And nobody's going to, nobody will probably pick around, looks nothing at other teams. See, the attendance today, you know, I'd love to approach a thousand, but we had the 850, 860 people out here. How many were fans? 10, 20, whatever. Well, that's, that's 800 fans at home. The crowds are getting there. If we can keep this push on, can we not have in the thousands before the end of the season? You know, you know, it's, you know. Well, that's the aim of the podcast, to, sh- to share this to people that might just be tuning in for the first time tonight and finding out all about Gator. I've heard people in, I've heard people in Kazakhstan listening to the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. Am I right? Is your, is your view of figures going up? They are, they are. Um, as I say, well, we've had people, I don't know if you listened to the last podcast, last week, uh, we had a listener in uh, Clarksville, Tennessee, New Jersey. They're tuned in by mistake, but even still, but we're getting more and more people listening in and fresh people that aren't exactly um, au fait with all things gated. So, Dave, this is a shout out to any club officials listening to the podcast, stroke anything, it's 
promote skits at football should be promoted. It should be listened to. And the problem with this football club, unfortunately, behind the scenes, and this may have been very controversial, um, we'll have a good little fan base here, we'll have a loyal fan base, we've got good people behind the scenes, but I'm just going to be controversial. Certain people at the club don't actually like all our media outlets, and it's wrong because media outlets like what you're doing, Dave, like what you're doing now, like me. Right, 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 you know, talk to you, drunk as a skunk, happy as can be. They promote the club, and anything that can promote the club is positive in my views, and I think you've got to encourage it, not discourage. I couldn't spell the word discourage, but say. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. But, Tony, thank you very much. Thank you, David. I'm going to go and enjoy a few pints of sherbet. <laughs> enjoy. Well, we're joined by Gator fan Liam Clark. Liam, what was your thoughts on the day? Well, to be fair, it was a quite a terrible game to be fair but uh, obviously once that goal went in oh, scenes you know absolutely brilliant That I think that that goal could really change the season I mean puts us in a poor position now to be fair it does I mean we're sitting third in the league now as I say I don't think any Gated fan could have envisaged that at any point of this season but we're sat there I know a lot of teams have games in hand but I'd rather be where we are now than, than be chasing it I mean obviously next week's game at home with Thomas is that right aye so obviously Huge, huge game that. I mean, I would like the thing with pick up three points there. Well, Tamworth have been a bit of a bogey side over the past few seasons for Gateshead, so hopefully that doesn't rear its head. But you would think, I mean, they're more or less relegated now, and um, that they're, they're, they're the dangerous sides to play. They're, they've got nothing to lose. Well, exactly, they've got nothing to lose. I mean, I've was, I was just looked at the table up there on the telly. I mean, I think they are pretty much down. Like, obviously, the cracking set of lads, Tamworth, went doing there uh, two seasons again. Great day. You sad to see them down. Well, hope, hopefully they bring a few up, you know. Have a good day out. Hopefully, hopefully. But uh, as I say, it's <laughs> it's getting so exciting now. It, uh, everything say the feel good factor around the around the stadium is just immense. And uh, as I say, you, you do have to feel a little bit for Braintree because they were a fantastic outfit. And I mean, for part timers, they played to the final whistle, didn't they? I mean, Braintree were a great side today. To be fair, the draw was probably a fair result. But Kate said, obviously, just struck last-minute goal there, and obviously, I think it was JJ that scored. I mean, I didn't even, I didn't even say he was scored, you know. I was already jumping about, but you know, cracking, good finish. But uh, I, not, not a good game, but cracking results means a lot. Well, thanks, Liam. Cheers. Well, thank you very much. Cheers. Well, we'd like to say thank you to um, the fans that we interviewed there, Ross Black, Tony Carter and uh, Liam Clark. So, as I say, next week this could be you talking to us on the Heat Army podcast and that would be great. Uh, we've got lots of messages have been flying in, um, Carl McGuinness, <laughs> but I'd like to say Happy Mother's Day to the podcast famous Ray. So happy Mother's Day, Mother. Yeah, happy Happy Mother's Day, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Ray. Hello, Ray. Uh, <laughs> Ding so, dong. Yes. Um, also, um, Steve Morgan has put. What about the awkward moment when Clark was announced man of the match and everyone disagreed? Baxter was man of the match. <clears throat> the BBC <laughs> BBC Newcastle commentator's face was a picture. <laughs> <laughs> All he had to say was, well, it was Paul Dixon, he went, it was between the two of them. So, uh, you know, God bless him. I wouldn't like to pick it and have the whole stand uh, to scrutinise us for that. But I think the Heat Army man of the match goes to uh, Craig Baxter for yeah. those three goal line clearances. Um, Jack McGuinness has put, I clapped the brain two players off as I thought they were dead unlucky 
and would uh, rather have had the points than, uh, but would rather have the points than them. Well, I think that the whole stand did actually clap them off. To be honest, yeah. um, I think everybody knew that um, Braintree, you know, that maybe were very unlucky. To be honest, um, but that's the way it goes. How many times in the past have we been come undone by a late goal when Definitely. we've dominated? And at this time of the season, it's more—it's just getting results rather than performances. It certainly is, and we've got um, a message from a famous listener here, Peter Grant, the one and only. Oh, what, um, what yes, no, yeah, and he's uh, no Mr. Selfridge on the TV. So big ratings tonight. Sarah Jane thinks she's hardcore heed now because she was sitting amongst the army. So I hope she had a combat pants on that. You know, a bit of camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> um, also Andrew Davis has tweeted uh, hope the ever loyal Lee Raiders listen to the Heed Army podcast um, so yes let's hope he is um, also Andrew Watt has commented on the um, <laughs> on the interview with uh, Tony Carter there TC is great value he certainly is and um, he's definitely the Heed Army's Paolo Di Canio you just <laughs> ask him a question and off he wrote yeah and anyone likes him oh everyone hey. <laughs> Nasty, isn't it? Nasty, that, like. That's nasty. Uh, Steve Morgan. Is, when he had hair. Yeah. Steve Morgan also sent another message. He's put, um, when was the last time a part-time uh, team got to the playoff stroke promoted? Braintree were very strong yesterday and didn't look uh, like the, the team had uh, had just played on Thursday night. Well, I think you probably have to go back about 15 years um, for a part-time side, I would imagine. I don't know. Um, who was in the playoffs last year? Um, well, actually, I'd, I'd probably chuck it back to Stevenage in the late nineties because I couldn't go because of ground problems. They would have been part time. I don't know. Um, I would have to see. Yeah, that, that is that's a good question. It's 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 it, it, it be an interesting one to find out who yeah, was Ernie the last Curry on the case. Yeah, Ernie Maybe Curry might know about that one. I'm trying to think who was in the playoffs last year. Was it York Luton? Yeah, um, York. Was not in it last year? I don't think so. I don't know. Some someone might know that. Be listening in. Um, uh, Pete Tong has uh, sent a oh. message in there. Um, I was confused to see Jamie Chandler sitting on the bench as he is better uh, all-round player than James Brown as far as I'm concerned. Also disappointed to see the crowd less than 900 uh, for a team fourth in the table. Somebody at the club should show uh, should get their finger out and promote it. Uh, you can tell Peter Grant as not the, well, one second there you can tell Peter Grant that he's not the only one at the game who uh, is BBC trained I don't know what that is I hope that isn't an insult <laughs> <laughs> unless uh, Pete Tong's BBC trained is he not that I know of not that you know of no. well there we go um, I hope I haven't started some personal war or vendetta <laughs> there I know uh, it used to be a DJ but I don't know if it was on radio ah well we'll find out um, Callum William Gregg uh, Histon got to the playoffs and I'm sure they only used to get three or four hundred yeah, I think they did actually, didn't they? Histon, they got the playoffs a few years ago. So that would probably be the answer to that. Um, you said that? That's from uh, Callum William Gregg. Sent me hot off here for that one. I would never have guessed Histon. Yeah. And uh, Jack McGuinness has also told us that uh, Newport, Wrexham, Kittyminster, and Grimsby were the uh, playoff places last year. Uh, Ross uh, Matthew Black has put, I agree with Peter Chandler, must play ahead of Brown. Well, in Mills we trust, I say, we, we, we keep winning, so yeah. I'm not going uh, <laughs> to... Can't, you can't really argue with it. If we get three points, you can't argue saying we should be playing so-and-so yeah, instead. Yeah, uh, I think we've just got to um, just stay where we are, really, yeah. and be happy, I think, you know. Um, I, I don't think there's anything that could come uh, bad of what's happening at the minute. Ron O'Neill seems to be a new listener. Hello, Ron. Thank you for joining us. 
he's put Barmy Army, Garden and Ron loves the heat. Uh, <laughs> Good for you, Ron. Do you fancy Dean my garden? It's a bit of a mess. Yeah, my garden needs doing as well, Ron. Um, so thank you very much. Remember, tell us where you're nah, listening from tonight. Lady Garden needs Dean if he wants to do that now. <laughs> oh, away, away. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Ray. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. How are? Uh, yeah. I tell you. Well, oh, I didn't mean Ray's lady garden for God's oh, sake. Right, come on, come on, calm down. This is the way to contact us on the Heed Army podcast. <laughs> Remember, the show is fully interactive, and if you're listening to us on Spreaker Live, you can use the chat facility just below. And to use the chat facility, all you have to do is register with Spreaker, be it on your phone or tablet, or on the Spreaker website. Sign in with your Facebook account, and there will be a little speech bubble appears at the bottom right-hand corner when we are broadcasting live. So remember, get your messages in, because they're important. It's what makes this show go. If you're new to the Heat Army podcast, the podcast is here solely to try and promote Gated Football Club and ultimately hopefully get more people through the doors on a match day. So if you're a Newcastle fan or even a Sunderland fan listening in, you'd be more than welcome to join in the debate and even more welcome on a match day. So get yourself along to Gated International Stadium when you see a match advertised. Well, that's how you contact us and also get to a game. Uh, Mickey, you have an apology to say? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> we apologise, Ray. We, know we, we don't want to insult any listeners. Um, so, yes. Um, we've I was thinking got, more of my ex anyway. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Andrew Davies has put uh, is that Mickey causing commotion on the podcast uh, may have to send Steve Rafe round to sort it out so there we oh. go that's uh, Andy Mason has put I thought Leicester uh, looked his age yesterday and he was totally exposed up there on his own um, yeah. he did I thought that um, I don't think he held the ball up as well as he has past few games but having said but that uh, who did have a really good game exactly. Bob, Bob Baxter yeah. who looked amazing keeping them balls off the line it's just one of them games where I think a few weren't at the races, but we managed to to pull through and get a win, and, and that's that's the most important thing. Um, and uh, Carl uh, McInnes has put it's too late now, Mickey. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm a dead man. Yes, uh, Simon J has put. To be fair, uh, if you start with Chandler, he's uh, knackered by 60 minutes. I think that's a bit unfair. As he chases down and presses the opposition, um, so by by putting him in the last 30 minutes towards the end of the game, we always struggle uh, and used to concede. Uh, helps to close down the game, and it was a managerial masterstroke by Mills. Well, as I say, we won, so I think we'll agree with that, won't we? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, right. Um, Callum William Gregg has put a message to the panel. Uh, we, we're not actually sat behind the panel, by the way. <laughs> Um, although the Heat Army Studios are quite plush, I must admit. Uh, a message to the panel. How many fans do you think we would uh, bring to Wembley if we got there? Um, he's put, I would guess 5,000 plus. I think you might find there might be a little bit more than that. Well, uh, how many did Dunstan get? If, um, yeah, Dunstan, Whitley Bay, I think it's always been about eight to 12,000, doesn't it? I think mm. there's been quite a few it's games there, few, so yeah. I think the interest did dwindle a little bit because it wasn't become so much of a, um, a novelty. <laughs> it's become more of the, the right. in thing there are Northeast <clears throat> teams at Wembley. 
uh, from the Northern League. I think you'd have a fair few would jump on the bandwagon. Mm. Well, hopefully, as I say, that's why we do this podcast. It's to get people involved um, because it doesn't matter if you're a Newcastle fan or a Sunderland fan. You're more than welcome to come down. We don't want anybody to uh, switch allegiance. Just lend us some support because, um, as I say, we are third in the table. We play Tamworth next week, um, who are, I think, we, we might be wrong when we say this, but we think if they get beat next week, that's them down. But on the flip side of the coin, they are a bogey side for Gated, and they have uh, put a sting in a, <laughs> their tail in us a few times. So, as I say, we'll be looking forward to that shortly. So, hopefully, um, <laughs> that game doesn't come back to bite. We're in the backside. Um, also, uh, Ryan Miller has put, he thinks we'll probably get about 10,000 down there. But let's not look too far ahead. Oh, yeah. We don't, don't want to get cocky. We are, we're not there yet. Um, but things are looking very, very good. And um, Peter Tong has put, uh, how many do you think would attend Gated in Football League matches on a regular basis? Well, I do think they would increase from what, what averages. Now, what, how average I think it, this season general like interest, people to see them back in the Football League, you'd have a lot of people um, that would, you know, reignite their interest in the club I mean, and also also you've got to remember in a football league there is a lot more away fans to, yeah. uh, tend to follow these uh, other clubs there is some bigger clubs I mean uh, dare, dare I say you know if we were promoted and you play Portsmouth I would imagine they would bring up five six hundred and you get easy the, you know our goal show, if we've got in the football league our goals will be shown a lot more like so well, so- you're on, soccer AM Sky well, Sports that's, News that's, the football league well, that's the thing, yeah that's uh, you're going to be on so many more media outlets and uh who knows, you might stop listening to us. I know. <laughs> I know one thing, if we did get up the Football League, all those people over the years who said to me, if Gator were a league side, I'd come and watch them. I would be I would be going knocking on the bloody doors, I would. So, you know, I hadn't. Yeah. We're, we're there. <laughs> There's so many who've said that to me in the past. Uh, Matty Hewitt's put, couldn't disagree with you more, Andy. Leicester has offered more than any other striker up front this season. Yeah. Says a lot, really. I think that's when he said about uh, Andy Mason, said he looked a little bit haggard. I think it's you know it's just one of them games. It's we've got to utilize Jack Lester. We know he's not going to be running box to box. Mm. He's going to be a fox in the box for us, and we've got to get the ball to I him. I think he will be best. like a Dal Clare was for a yeah. few seasons ago. Oh well, here's an interesting statistic. I didn't. I thought there would have been more than this um, uh, from Ryan Miller. Dunstan versus West Auckland had five thousand one hundred and twenty-six down there. Uh, I'm a little bit shocked at that. I thought there would have been more. But having said that, though, that's was that the fifth consecutive Northeast final. Um, at Wembley, uh, yeah, was a, like a team yeah. from the northeast. Well, yeah, Whitney B went three years on the spin. Yeah, Dunstan, and then yeah, was there not a team before that got beat? I might be wrong, but even still, I mean, it could be five this year anyway. Mm. So, but that tells you, I mean, there'll be a lot of people that will have went down for the novelty factor of a new Wembley, a northeast team getting down there, and then it's 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 you know f- fantastic for the Northern League and the FA Vars in this region that we've had so many teams get to Wembley. Maybe that's. Why that attendance was a little bit quite low, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the novel, novelty factor, you know. Spenny got there last year, I don't know how many Spenny took down. Yeah, and so, yeah, it was uh, Spenny more West Auckland, wasn't it? So that would be, yeah, it wouldn't be Dunstan West Auckland. Yeah, anyway, we're oh, getting side. We're Spenny getting played someone else, didn't Yes, it? we're getting sidetracked. Oh. Uh, we've got more tweets that have come in. Uh, Steve Morgan, so pleased to have found, uh, oh, <laughs> nearly read that, nearly read that. Uh, that slightly racist connotations joke about a missing flight. We're not going to do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good job I was on my game there. I would have read that out. You're a naughty man, Steve Morgan. You're a naughty man. Um, right, Andrew Davis has put, wow, sounds as if the Heat Army and Mickey Barris are causing a kerfuffle in the podcast. And uh, made to, oh, he's sending this 
Going to send Steve Ryder around as well this time, like oh. Steve Ryder, uh, uh, Lee Ryder. Steve Ryder and Lee uh, Ryder's love child. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't be insinuating anything like that, please. <laughs> uh, right, uh, right, um, right. We've got a message here from uh, Gemma Greaves. Um, we'll not read that because. <laughs> Swear words in it. Hey, I tell you what, you're naughty tonight. You're naughty. <laughs> I'm bringing out the worst in you. Bringing out the worst. Andrew Watt. Uh, Jack got no support or service. I can't be too harsh on him. He uh, needs runners round him. Well, yes. Can't argue with that. Can't can argue with that. Um, as I say, uh, I haven't said already. Um, if you are listening to the podcast for the first time, thank you for tuning in. Remember, you can chat us on the chat facility and on uh, Twitter. It's completely uh okay if you're new to us you want to ask any questions that's what we're here for we're here to uh, just spread the word of gated football club because that's what we want to do and at a time like this um we're sitting third in the conference prem we could be a football league uh, league side in a few weeks time who knows um we don't want to get carried away but it is um very possible so we want to get you to come down if you live in the Tyneside area or even Wearside in Newcastle, Sunderland are playing away. Come along and just uh, support Gateshead and hopefully we'll make it underneath your skin. Who knows, we may become your second team, dare I say it, your first team. But we're not asking anyone to switch allegiance. It's all about just coming along and experience what Gateshead have to offer because, as I say, I think we're the only team in the North East doing really well at the moment <laughs> in a national league, a professional club. So it would be nice if you could come along and uh, give us a little uh, support. And um, as I say, get yourself on Gated FC TV if you'd like to see what our goals are like because they're not always on telly. Um, Gemma Greaves has just said, I don't swear, I'm a lady. Mm. Well, <laughs> I'm what, saying nothing. What a, what a beautiful lady. That's all I can see. I hope she's blushing right now. Um, Ron O'Neill, uh, Bartlett is the king. Um, certainly is. And also, I don't know if you noticed this yesterday, all the players seem to have a fresh haircut. Oh. Oh, I think they might have all went at the same time. Um, well, I saw on Twitter that uh, the rain was too bad for them to train on Friday, so they all went bowling instead. So maybe must have got a haircut afterwards. Ah, yeah. yeah. Ah, well, there we we'll go. Taylor what a bunch Howie. of horses, by the way, though, not training because of the rain. Ah, no, <laughs> fancy not training in the Soft rain. Uh, language. Uh, Taylor Howie. Uh, to put to be honest, uh, you can't expect an influx of fans. Um, these things don't just happen. Gary Mills is a great advert for the club, i.e. kicking the local media up the backside. Uh, that's why I started watching The Heed. Well, as I say, that's why we're here, to try and drum up some atmosphere. We're not expecting to have ma- <laughs> a thousand turn up overnight on top of the gates, but if we can hopefully entice just one, maybe two, maybe 20 people, that would be great. If we can you know, get people's interest generated in the football club. Because um, we know BBC Radio Newcastle do his fist pump there. <laughs> fist pump. Oh, <laughs> learned that off Gary Mills. That you know, learned that off Gary Mills. But see, we know Radio Newcastle and um, BBC Newcastle as well on the, the late kickoff have done fantastic promoting us. But we're the only 100% gated show that is fully dedicated to gated. So get involved. As I say, ask any question. As I say, I'm sure Mickey and Andrew and myself might be able to bumble our way through it I guess <laughs> but no that's what we're here for we know we're not going to you know by any miracle get a thousand people through the gate uh, on top of what we already have but 800 nod there yesterday I think there was only about 40 or 50 from Braintree so that's mm. you know 800 hardcore that were there to see Gateshead play when I seen that yesterday when they mentioned the crowd yesterday I thought oh hello it's jumped 
Mm-hmm. And I think the more we keep winning, the more that's going to jump. Because especially the way Newcastle's playing at the minute. Right, yeah. yeah. As I say, I've um, got a few more. Mm-hmm. We've got a few more messages there. Uh, Andrew, I've just got your message on Twitter. I have not had your Facebook message come through, so um, you'll have to send that again. Um, pardon me. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my word. <laughs> I have got your Facebook message. I have. I'm, I'm telling Porky Pies it's appeared. It has appeared. Um, right, and his message is thus. Uh, evening all. Um, well, wasn't expecting an epic... I mean, it was a shocker of a performance against a team who should really have been up against it. Uh, credit to Braintree for that. Uh, but moments like JJ's winner define a season. The reaction of the goal uh, was uh, Aiken to Shaw versus Darlow. Um, just amazing with the players, the bench and fans all going wild. It was a true pleasure to be part of it. Most of the players played uh, well below what they are capable of. And so, um, what's that? Wait, one second. So I won't single out anyone, but um, oh God, hey, I tell you what, need some glasses. But we dug deep and created the only key moment that counts. Uh, can't wait for Saturday. Chandler was unlucky not to start yesterday. His run of form, I'd like to see him get on um, back and starting. Um, so whoever that's well for, for whoever that's the, for in Mills, we trust. Well, yes, I think you can. Uh, you put, that was a bit long. It was. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> tested me reading skills there. I thought you were just using it for the shoot. <laughs> <laughs> trying, trying. Um, so, yes, thank you very much for that message. Um, we've also got another message. This one is from Bernard McWilliams, uh, a friend of the podcast, of course. He was in uh, not so long ago. Hello, lads. Can you give a shout out uh, about the wristbands at the Nags Head available on match days? Oh, and on the forum and Facebook about deposits for uh, away travel to Macclesfield. Um, also looking for travel to Hereford and Braintree if we can get the support heed army. Yes, I noticed that a day that, um, you know, in the past, uh, for whatever fault, people have put the names down uh, for uh, away travel and haven't been able to turn up and left um, people who have travelled in the lurch to pay a little uh, bit it's more. It's happened plenty of times. Yes, so um, what has been set up is if you want to um, travel now, you put your name down and you can put a deposit on Skrill, which is a bit like uh, uh, PayPal. PayPal. Uh, of course, sponsors of the league as well. So um, that's just a more efficient way of um, making sure people that put the name down do travel and um, and then the sports club doesn't take the shortfall for that, which I think is a, is a good thing to have. I know, but what happens if you haven't got the internet? Well, if you haven't got the internet, you're, you, can, uh, you can go to the Nags Head. And you can go off. to the Nags Head. And you get a receipt at Ted. All right. Ah, so enough. there you it's go. It is. That's uh, yeah, fantastic. I was, just, I was just thinking, like, um, but if you hadn't got the ni- internet, you wouldn't be listening tonight. So, yes, <laughs> true, true. I hear it went clever shit. Yeah. <laughs> we apologise for the language. Uh, Graham Gregg has put. I think we can get bigger gates, but the club need to do more publicity wise. Well, Sorry, no, they'll be out next well, week's we'll anyway. His mother is going to kill us. Um, <laughs> And kill me first. Somebody, <laughs> somebody called on the grass has put uh, is Macclesfield <laughs> hashtag on the grass. Thank you very much. You're a new person to the chat facility. Thank you for tuning in. Um, is Macclesfield at Weir Terraces? I believe it is. Is it? Uh, it is, yeah. Yes. So yes, it's going to be an old-fashioned ground there. Uh, Carl, your brother's messaged in again there. Um, he's put. Think there will definitely be an increase in interest. It shows that there were around eighty names down for Macclesfield on the buses, so that's yeah. that's going to be good. Great support down there. I think we're 
possibly going to be pushing 150 for Macclesfield away, which is fantastic support. Yes, let's absolutely brilliant. Yes, let's certainly hope there's more there. Um, Steve Morgan has messaged again. Thank you very much. Brown is not a centre midfield. Chandler and Walker wasted on the bench. Well, as I say, I'm not going to criticise after we've got you know. It's nice that we've got that on the bench. Do you know what I mean? There's many years when we've been crying out for uh, to have the mm-hmm. abundance of players that we've got. What I want to ask Steve is, so if it's between a straight swap, and I think I know the answer, is it Walker or Turnbull? Well, I'd rather have play Turnbull because I sponsor him this season. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, could you, could, it's, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not going to suggest doing <laughs> drop. I'm uh, asking Steve the question. Are you asking Steve? Well, Steve, he's asking you. Um, Jonathan O'Neill, uh, he's put a uh, big shout out to Liam Clark for getting all the lads down from Bladen Cricket Club on Saturday to watch the Heed. Long may it continue. Well, thank you very much for your support there. That was uh, fantastic to see us down there. Adding to the 800, hopefully they'll be enticed to come back. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully by the great result. Um, uh, Gated Hour has put, sorry I wasn't on uh, the platform to assist you with the time for tonight's podcast. Uh, it's okay, it's okay. Gated Hour always retweet us, um, so follow them on Twitter. As I say, the, the retweets tonight have just been amazing. Also, we got retweeted by the club for the first time tonight. So hopefully we might, hopefully, uh, have a spike in listeners. It would be nice if we um, get a few more listening and interacting. We have got a few more... Uh, new people talking to us tonight so that's always great uh so just keep it coming say we've got five minutes left but we're going to carry on broadcasting because we've realized that we we think it stays on air (laughs) (laughs) so it is quite busy at the moment so we will do that um graham greg has put turnbull walker uh good uh but doesn't do enough uh, Walker's work rate is poor, too lazy. That's from Callum William Gregg. That's what the Gregg uh, household thinks there. Not Walker fans. Um, right. What's that? And, uh, Andrew Davis has put, songs should be sang when the Heed scores. It should no. be. No. Definitely not. No. Definitely not. No. That's, am- that's American crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been across the pond too far. And uh, hashtag on the grass has put, get in, love the terraces. Uh <laughs> We like the party. Hashtag on the grass. Uh, I hope that is um, <laughs> which grass? Yeah, yeah which grass? I, 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 hope grass. That, I hope that's that Simon Lowry grass. <laughs> okay, um, we're not going to condone anything like that. Uh, Steve Morgan has answered your questions. Good. Uh, he's put Walker for me. I thought can, so. Can come up with a goal. Brown isn't scoring enough for me. Well, let's not uh, dive no, in on the players' back. So no, we we're not going to get on the player. I, yeah. I had a feeling he, he would. He was more playing Walker than Turnbull. Yeah. Ryan Miller, I'm not going to read out that <laughs> reply. Um, read gonna, it for uh, yeah, well, I'll tell you later on. Um, Liam Clark has also replied, put cheers, mate. Well, Liam, well done on getting those people down to the game. Uh, as I say, that's what we want. We did do a few posters through the week. You might have had a little chuckle at some of them. But as I say, our campaign is bring a friend. Um, you know, if... If every one of those 800 people bring a friend, that's uh, 1,600. We know that's not going to happen. But let's get more people there. All our friends that know we're Gated fans, they're interested in it. They're always asking you. I'm sure they are. Let's get them down. So uh, that's the way to do it. So, you know, let's generate the atmosphere. You know, let's do it ourselves. We, you know, that's what the podcast's here for, by the fans, for the fans. 
and uh, you as fans have a responsibility as well to try and get more people down as I say you have done fantastic tonight with all these messages you've made us giggle um, if you are just tuning in this is how you contact us on Spreaker Remember, the show is fully interactive, and if you're listening to us on Spreaker Live, you can use the chat facility just below. And to use the chat facility, all you have to do is register with Spreaker, be it on your phone or tablet, or on the Spreaker website. Sign in with your Facebook account, and there will be a little speech bubble appears at the bottom right-hand corner when we are broadcasting live. So remember, get your messages in, because they're important. It's what makes this show go. Oh, well, you're back with us, and um, we've been joined late by Neil Smith. That seems to be a habit of his uh, his time at the minute. Uh, Neil Smith, photographer extraordinaire. He was he left his spare battery at home and had to leave it uh, before half-time and didn't get back until just before the goal. So Got back just in time. Just, just back just in time, and he sent a message in. Next Saturday, I'll make sure I have my spare camera battery as I don't want to have to race home and get there and try and get back in time as quickly as possible. Well, it worked out in the end there for you this time. And also, we'd like to say thank you to Neil because he sent us a, a lovely picture of JJ O'Donnell after the goal that we can use for our future little adverts. Well that done, we use. Neil. Uh, fantastic. And, uh, you know, that's the way we want it. Andrew Davis has put, Mickey, I knew that would uh, make you vent when I typed that. So <laughs> people are just trying to wind up our guests. That's not very nice. Um, <laughs> Neil Smith has put... Uh, like a change you normally love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Neil Smith's put, I listened throughout tonight's podcast. Well, why didn't you interact earlier, Neil? Right. Um, we are aware that we're coming towards the end of the 45 minutes. We're going to carry on going. Uh, tell us if we are still on air. <laughs> um, just because, um, from what we understand, we only... Um, broadcast for 45 minutes but it's been a very busy show we're going to carry on going uh, for a few more minutes and if the the show keeps going uh, we'll keep going so remember send in your messages um as i say we do have um some news that broke today on facebook and twitter um about we're going to be back on the bbc again tomorrow night yeah on uh, is it late kickoff um we've got a big feature on uh, which is fantastic for the club bit more exposure for it uh, it's got an interview with the chairman it's looking back at when we played in the football league yep. in the 50s and all that so I think um, hopefully we'll get a, um, they'll get a big uh, ratings um, boost yes uh, viewing figures and all that so mm-hmm. well as I say we're still on air and people are still sending messages thank you very much it's good to know that we can run over a little bit if we need to um, and uh, let's have a little look here. We've got a message from Jack uh, McGuinness. Did anyone notice that J.J. O'Donnell clattered into the bra- a brain tree player after he scored? I think it was. We noticed di- that, we noticed that <laughs> there was no malice. I think it was just a, he turned to sprint away to celebrate and uh, collided with him. But uh, as I say, just amazing scenes yesterday. But we've got Tamworth coming up. Not only that, I'll just click on the other fixtures, the game after that. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or, take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. 
Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods.